Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30A morning show. Good morning! Presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 38cottages.com. All right, what is going on? It is Dawn Patrol, and uh, all the surfers that have been tuning in uh, thinking this is a surfing show. Uh, this might be your show. We're going to talk a little bit of surfing today because I've got executive chef Phil McDonald, bro. What's up, man? What's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's not a surfing show, but today we'll talk a little bit of surfing here on 30A. Uh, Phil McDonald is with Bud and Alley's Pizza Bar. Uh, Phil, tell me where you originally uh, kind of set up shop here on the Gulf Coast. Originally set up shop as far as the beginning of my career or, or the, when you were birthed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I came out of the womb in Fort Walton Beach. Okay, cool. And, uh, uh, in 1975, actually, when this place was still just a sand dune. Do you remember coming out here as a kid? Uh, what was the furthest building from Fort Walton Beach that you remember? And then there was nothing. I think it was Sandestin Hilton. And then there was nothing. Yeah. And like when you came out here, even in like the early '90s, and when I was a kid in the '80s, it was like you pack a lunch. You yeah. Know? It was like you were you were going out for the day. You yeah. Know? yeah. And it was, and it was cool. We'd come to Grayton, um, you know, just to hang out and just to see nothing, to stare at an empty beach. It was really neat as a child. Yeah, I do remember that. I remember uh, kind of where the track was out in Destin. Yeah. And then it fell off the face of the earth, and then Edgewater set up, and they were like, right. "What are those people doing way out there?" Right. Right. Uh, and then uh, I guess uh, when I was uh, in my mid, you know. I don't know, 18 to 20, Fudpuckers kind of set up, and they were like, they were kind of in the middle of nowhere. Well, yeah. the, the original Fudpuckers was on the beach uh, yep. where Pompano Joe's is today. Yep. So, and then that's the, interesting. Yeah, they, all right, Dave Meadows, celebrity right. in the house. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> so, uh, so Phil, we're, we're going to talk a little bit of surfing. Uh, you're kind of a retired surfer, uh, but but you, did, you caught some, well, I don't know, you're, are you surfing? Yes. You are, okay. I'm getting back into it when I'm not working. <laughs> okay, so surf's up, and uh, just to give some surfer uh, perspective around here, Blue Mountain Beach is probably the best wave around here, is that right? Uh, in On 30A, I would say Blue Mountain Beach is the best. Um, yeah. There's a couple of spots peppered around, but I probably shouldn't say where they are due to the locals. I'll come Coming on, at come me with pitchforks. Isn't there like a bazooka point or something towards yeah, Panama so, City? Yeah, exactly. Bazooka point. Bazooka yep, point. It. And then, uh, of course, everybody knows Pomps. I mean, right. you, can, you can go on any blog or Google and say Surf Destin, and it's uh, Miramar Beach. Of uh, course, area. Pompano Joe's. Pompano's. But I don't even know if Pompano Joe's. I mean, it's it's weird because our sandbars are so shifty here that it's like a break du jour. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's good for one winter, and then the summer, somewhere else is breaking. Yeah, and then you got people like uh, Dave Meadows out on his you know super surf yellow board catching right. all the waves. Right, running over everybody. Yeah, yeah, tangling leashes and <laughs> dragging kids all up and down the beach. It's pretty funny. So, uh, <laughs> so anyways, uh, Phil uh, is the head chef, executive chef at the Pizza Bar, and uh, we're going to get into that a little bit, but uh, tell us about where you kind of started uh, thinking that you wanted to be a chef. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, probably around the mid-90s. It was in uh, Destin at a restaurant called Marina Cafe. Everybody probably... It's still there. Yep. Um, the chef there was Scott Alderson, and uh, he hired me as a dishwasher. And I asked, uh, how do I become a chef? How do I work on the line? He said, become a very good dishwasher. So <laughs> I had to become a very good dishwasher. I had to start scrubbing very quickly and fast. So I did. And, um, you know, the rest is kind of history. I just, uh, he moved me up. But, but then he moved. He left that job. And so I left when he left. And then I got a job at Cuvee Beach with this new restaurant called Cuvee Beach that was opening under Chef Stephen Vanderpool. And he said you can start out at the fryer and yeah. I thought I was a rock star 
I was like, wow, the fryer. It's not cool to fry anymore, though. <laughs> well, I mean, I still Gosh. do it, but I, you know, that not was my one. That, that was, was my one thing I had to focus on was frying calamari and uh, frying oysters. Oh, there you that go. That was it. And uh, I took it with a lot of pride, and I think that's like what kind of helped move me through the ranks so fast was I did take pride in every little thing I did, no matter what it was. I mean, even when I folded my towels neatly next to my station, you know, everything was like military precision, and that's the way I wanted it to be. Um, you know, school was not very good for me, like college. I just wasn't very good at books and academics. And I was like, you know, this is like what I want to do. This is, uh, I have ADD severely. So it was like perfect. What'd you just say? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could do a million things at once and like feel right. good about it, you know? Yeah, so, I, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. And and it kind of got you to a point where you wanted to move on with your career and be the head chef. And it's always right. nice knowing that you're going to be the guy that can talk about the rules of your kitchen and everything. But tell me what you took away from Marina Cat cafe that you're still kind of operating with now well what i took away from that was um i'd worked in a lot of restaurants prior to that but there were a lot of like family turn and burn style restaurants won't say any names but you know it was a few that were just like it was just french fries and fried fish and hush puppies yeah and the one thing i saw there was there was fresh produce being rotated in and out daily in the walk-ins and and just even outside like beautiful we had farmers coming and bringing us stuff it was like i was like whoa this is a whole new realm of this is like how grandma used to do it. Yeah. You know? And so that, that was a big turn on for me. And then that's when I started, uh, you know, I overheard one of the chefs talking about another chef named Charlie Trotter out of Chicago, who was a rock star at the time. And so I went and got all of his books and started studying his cookbooks. And that's when I just became super fascinated with food. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And so you did make uh, some rounds. Uh, you ended up in Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Yeah. So I worked a few years in Destin. Then I went out to Lake Tahoe and uh, got a job in a corporate uh, place uh, there and uh, didn't like it, quit, worked on Heavenly Mountain, became a ski bum basically the rest of the year. Ski ski or snowboard? Snowboard, really. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. So, so it, it was great. It was, a, it was a weird time for me because I was like, I came all the way out here to, to learn to cook and then I was like, well, snowboarding's fun. Yeah. And so... And the girls look good on the yeah. snow. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we won't talk about that. Anyways, and then, uh, so you, you about a couple of years ago, uh, you went up to New York mm -hmm. and uh, kind of threw that in the mix. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the trip to New York and working up there. Well, New York was great. Um, I've always wanted to go to New York. Um, in 2010, uh, the, during the BP crisis here, my, my company, Table 5, that I'd had at the time, took a hit um, financially, and I just took it upon myself to go work in kitchens around the country, and, and New York was one of them, and I made some friends in New York, worked for some chefs up there. But I had some friends in New York this past year, or 2013, they were opening a cheese shop, and they needed help consulting with their menu. So I was like, okay, great. And what was supposed to be a three-month venture to New York, I was just going to stay for three months, Madra and I, and um, ended up staying a year. Um, that that three-month contract expired, and then I was like, well, I don't want to go back to the beach yet. So yeah. we stayed, and um, I ended up getting a job at a local bar in my neighborhood that had a little kitchen chucking oysters and... Well, that local bar was owned by a bigger company, one of the best restaurant um, groups in Brooklyn okay. um, that owns Marlowe & Sons, Diner, and Reynard. And I did a really good job. Their food cost was really high at this bar and everything, and there was like a series of people who worked there that kind of screwed up the kitchen. And so I just kind of came in and did some tweaks and just kind of used my knowledge from you know, working in kitchens and got the attention of the owner and he really liked what I was doing and offered me uh, employment in one of his bigger restaurants as a sous chef. And I stayed there and then I would have stayed there, but uh, a better opportunity came calling here at the beach and which leads me to here now. 
And then you're at Budden Alley's, the pizza bar. You can uh, <clears throat> definitely need to follow them on uh, Instagram and Twitter because they put all these amazing dishes. Uh, well, I'm a pizza fan. Our mm. whole family is. And uh, we'll get into some of the styles of pizza and everything in just a bit. But uh, do you feel that you would be a good... Um, guy to be like going into a bar you know like bar rescue where like uh they bring you in and you're like oh my gosh look at all this stuff that's wrong and uh you kind of <laughs> see that now after all the years that you've been in i other think people's so kitchens? yeah i mean nothing's there's no perfect situation and i'm not perfect but yeah I, the first thing i always look at is how dirty the place is yeah and that's the first place we always start like when we renovate or when we do something it's like let's clean the kitchen and let's let's get this place clean and and that's usually where you can start seeing all the telltale signs and then you just attack and like just look at other areas of food production and, and the staff and if they're enthusiastic and if you don't have an enthusiastic staff and you have nothing I if mean, you have a dirty kitchen and it's just one of those kitchens where you're like, i can't believe they're cooking in here right uh that's probably a bigger problem it's probably a, lack it's a bigger of, problem I mean, that, that tells you everything because there's lack of enthusiasm nobody cares it's just you know it's very unlikely to have an immaculate kitchen and just a terrible restaurant isn't right, right right it's pretty <laughs> unlikely that's good yeah. all right so phil's bar and uh the pizza bar over there definitely uh, you got to go in and check them out uh tell everybody where the pizza bar is pizza bar is located in beautiful downtown seaside florida mm-hmm. on the south side on on the Gulf of Mexico. It's got a good right landmark. Next, yeah, right next to the obelisk yeah. uh, tower or boardwalk. And uh, you got indoor outdoor seating. Uh, actually, one of my favorite offices is to be out there on the deck. And uh, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's that pretty terrace cool. is something else. And uh, I feel like it's kind of still a little hidden secret with the locals. Not but. anymore. Um, let's talk about a little bit of music. Uh, I uh, remember you know being friends with you on the book, mm-hmm. the Facebook, mm-hmm. and uh, you. Uh, just really got into Spotify when that thing. Right. We called you Philify. Phil, or, Sp- Spil- yeah, Spotify. Spotify. My name. Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. So, uh, so uh, what kind of style of music are you into? Man, I, I, I tell you, I'm into everything. Uh, I listen to Waylon Jennings. I listen to rap, hip hop. I guess it's called hip hop nowadays. Um, but one of my favorite artists right now, a couple of my favorite artists are Kurt Vile mm-hmm. and uh, the War on Drugs. Really, really love them. Um, Kurt Vile is just amazing. He reminds me of like Bruce Springsteen in his early days, the way he plays guitars, singing style, a little bit of Bob Dylan in there. Um, and I'm not even a Dylan fan. I just can pick up those those tones in his music. But his songwriting is amazing. Yeah. Well, and, we'll play this song for you. Tell everybody what song we're uh, playing. Walking on a Pretty Days. It's off his latest album. All right. We'll be right back with Phil from Budden Alley's Pizza Bar in just a second after this awesome song.
good stuff. It's Dawn Patrol. It's not exactly a surfing show this morning, but we'll talk a little bit of surfing. Uh, you were actually uh, got rid of all your YOLO boards before you went to New York and uh, getting back into it. Well, yeah, I had to because a 550-foot square apartment doesn't allow for a 14-foot race board. Not comfortably. Uh, no, and you can't. It's hard to get it down the stairwell. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so anyway, I'm, I'm ready to get back into it. Not racing, but more of just cruising and using it for a lifestyle and fitness tool. And also surfing, like SUP surfing. And, um, you know, I love doing it. I love prone and SUP surfing. I love it all. I think Bud and Alley's right behind the pizza bar should have some board storage where you can lock up a board. And if it kicks up or it's nice and flat, they should just let you, hey, man, be back in about an hour and just go down the beach. Um, (laughs) I'm going to push for that. Yeah. I don't think your customers will mind. No, they won't. Yeah. They'll love it. They'll like, oh, he's having such a good time out there. Look at our chef. He's such a good paddler. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's talk about uh, the pizza bar a little bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's give some people a little bit of insider on best times to go to the pizza bar. Uh, The pizza bar, best times. I would say for locals, the best time to come in is um, Saturday. Um, Saturday, anytime, because it's um, during the season, it's our turnover day in Seaside. Yeah. So there's, it's probably our slowest day of the week. And when I say slowest, I'm being relative to you know the rest of the week it's down 20 it's probably the easiest day to get in as a local but you'll still be a crowd but um you know we're setting up pizza bar now to deal with the crowds and, and 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 still put out a very stellar product even when we're you know 500 people 500 pizzas a day 600 pizza day production we still want every pizza to be the same coming out no matter what another insider information for seaside and get to the pizza bar parking where do, you, where do you tell people to park when they come and visit you? Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I would say if you live on 38, ride a bike. Ride a bike or park yeah. in Seagrove and take yeah, a beach park. walk. <clears throat> right, just walk. I mean, it's funny because I lived in New York, and it's it's so funny. People think, like, walking here is a, is a chore, and it's like, in New York, you walk 30 blocks, and you don't even know it, you know? And it's like, just think of it in those terms. Yeah, Maybe we you have to park at VC Grove, and you just walk down. It's not that far. It's different here, though, yeah. because there's no there's no focal points except sure. for maybe the tower at Seaside. Right, right. So you could walk, and you're like, man, that's a long way away. But it, you're right in New York. We went and did the sea paddle that you've done. Yeah. Uh, and we were underneath the Brooklyn Bridge, and uh, uh, some friends that were paddling with us on our team, we looked at the new tower. They were built, the new Freedom Tower. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, let's walk over to it, man. And... Uh, you know, like an hour later, we're not even to it yet. Yeah. It looked really close, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't. You were in the neighborhood, but it's still a ways. Away. Yeah, it was yeah. quite a ways. Yeah. So, yeah, walking in, and uh, there's probably some little cool parking lots, access lots that you can park. But uh, tell people, uh, let's drop some names. I mean, we always have some celebrities coming through here and stuff. Anybody just kind of wandering around Seaside that you've seen? Uh, let's see. I, I guess Luke Bryan. I don't quite know who he is, but everybody <laughs> tells me who he is. And I'm being serious. I don't <laughs> I don't really listen to country music, so... But I, he was in. Um, let's see, Robert I, Davis. I think, yeah, Robert Davis. Did. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, I think most of the ladies don't care that he's a country singer either. Yeah, I, I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. Uh, who else have we seen? I, I, Sean Payton. Every now and again, you know, he'll come through. Um, we see uh, Eddie George. Yeah, quite yeah. a bit. Um, Eddie George, former running back for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Jason yep. Witten. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's really about it, to my knowledge. I'm hoping to see Reese Witherspoon. That would be really cool. Yeah. Apparently, she walks around seaside. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, nobody bothers her. Yeah. Yeah. What, what what's your clientele? You guys end up talking to people that come visit the pizza bar. Where are they from? Uh, most of our clientele is uh, from, I would say. Our marketed areas, such as Nashville, Atlanta, Dallas, uh, uh, New Orleans. Yeah. And, like, we had some people in from New York, uh, from New York City the other day. They loved everything. They were really great. 
Were you able to handle them better because you were a chef in New York? Uh, I don't know. I just, I, you know, there's this misconception about people from New York being mean, and they're like they're some not. of the nicest people. It's just like you got to get to know them. Like in New York, everybody's in a hurry, but when you slow down, people are nice. The only mean New Yorkers are the ones that move and now live in Miami. Maybe so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> New York not, South, right? New York South. That's yeah. Right. All right, let's talk pizza. You guys <clears throat> always have some cool things hitting your Instagram. I encourage everybody to kind of follow y'all social media because you kind of take advantage of it and show people all the new dishes. Uh, let's talk a couple of different pizzas that you have put on there recently. Yeah, great. Uh, so yeah, we um, we're always we're always trying to push the boundaries a little bit with the pizza, but we don't we don't want to push it too much to where it's it's confusing to anybody. But you know, we do this one pizza that we're pretty proud of. It's called the Farmer's Pizza, and what it is is it, it it's a rotating pie that's like based on what we're getting from farmers markets from our local guys. Yeah. So it changes every week or two weeks, and uh, we we're having a good time. Like right now, we've got one with caramelized onions and Swiss chard and pickles on it, pickled Swiss chard. And uh, a farm egg. And we got this beautiful sunny side egg up on it with chili d'arable, malden sea salt. And it's really wonderful to get that and just like to take a fork and smear that egg yolk all over the pizza and like the egg. It's delicious. Um, The other pizza I'm really proud of is um, our uh, white clam pizza. And we fresh shuck clams from uh, Cedar Key. Alligator Point, yeah, and uh, and use like a um, we do like a I make a, a sauce, a clam sauce, and then uh, cheese and parsley and garlic. It's very simple. It's very delicious, and it's inspired from like the pizzas in Connecticut that uh, at Pepe's. Yeah, it's really cool. So if somebody another chef was maybe describing Phil McDonald, uh, what kind of style do you have? What what do you kind of what is your? Pace? I mean, I you know I I don't know what they would say, but I would hope that they would say that um, simple. And bright flavors and clean. That's all I really. I think that's how my style is. I try not to. <clears throat> I try not to uh, overthink things. I just you know very straightforward. And I let the produce and whatever I have available do the talk. Do the talking. That's really kind of yeah. where I'm at. Uh, do you work in the coolest office on 30A? Do I work in the coolest office? Yeah, I think so. I, would think I have so. a kitchen right on the beach. That's, <laughs> that's pretty, pretty amazing. It's pretty good. Yeah. Do you, do you have a moment? where you're cooking or you kind of get a little frazzled or you just have to walk out on the deck and be like, yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every I mean, day. it's, it's tough. You know, it's, it's a house of cards working in a restaurant, you know, it, it, it's not everybody. The, I think the food networks and stuff have kind of done a disservice to chefs, like thinking it's anybody can do it. Yeah. And it's tough because like if your dishwasher doesn't show up, well, you know, what, what are you doing today? You're washing dishes. If you're, pizza guy who's running the oven calls out sick well you know mr chef you better put on a jacket and get in there yep yeah and and, that, and that's and that's how it is and, and every day there's not a day that goes by where there's not something to that effect where you have to you you know it's like this old saying everybody has a plan do you get punched in the face well every day every you got to deal with punches every day but yeah, it's great. It's a labor of love, and I like it. And it's it's kind of it's. I wouldn't trade it for anything. That's awesome. Phil McDonald, the executive chef at the Pizza Bar, joining us on Dawn Patrol. Uh, let's just throw a little bit more surfing out there. Yeah, uh, uh, you're you're a big surfer. So it's my it's my other passion. It is, and yeah. you don't get to do it anymore because you're an executive chef, right? It's tough, but I always find a way to get out there. Cool. So uh, and it and it also helps that my boss and owner of Pizza Bar, Dave Roshkob, surfs. So he kind of also will text me and go, "You going surfing today?" And I'm like. Sure. <laughs> Is it up? Sure, boss. <laughs> Let's go. So uh, what's the furthest that you've gone surfing? You've taken one of these surfing trips where you've yeah, been yeah. out of the country? I've been to Costa Rica a few times uh, in the early 90s and recently with the Vista Guapa Surf Camp. 
Yeah. Uh, and I went to Nicaragua two years ago, had a good time. I've surfed up and down the coast of California and Oregon. Um, surfed all up and down the East Coast. Surfed in New York when I was living there at Rockaway Beach. Took yeah. the subway, my board on the subway turnstile and everything. It's funny like how people look at you with a surfboard on the subway in New York, and yet there's a guy with a gold thong and a lasso. Yeah, nobody's even looking at him. Yeah, that's like, normal. Yeah. But what's this dude doing? A board oh, he's probably on, on roller skates too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a friend of ours, Darian Boyle, does that. Uh, yeah, not not recently, but she had been doing that. She says, "Oh yeah, surf's going off in Jersey. I'm getting on the train. We're going." I'm like, "With your board?" Oh that's yeah, what, that's what you do. That's how you get around. There's, I know, I don't have a car. I didn't have a car in New York, so it's the only way you could do it. Yeah, right on. Tell everybody about your social media. How. Uh, People can kind of find the pizza bar online uh, and stuff. You find the pizza bar on Instagram at pizza bar underscore buds um, and on Facebook at pizza, uh, Bud and Alley's Pizza Bar. That's pretty easy. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> it's something like that. Yeah. Google it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, our Instagram page, I feel like is really cool. I mean, we're, we're always, um, posting pics of like uh, creations that my sous chef and I come up with. Um, we have a, we have a good time with it. You know, we, you know, the way we create our specials and menu, we just go into the walk-in and go, okay, look at all this produce here. What can we do? Yeah. And we just start coming up and having fun being created. And that's the really fun part to cooking. Yeah. You know, you go to uh, all the farmer's markets around here. It's probably yeah. what you draw for your, your yeah, menu absolutely. items, right? Inspiration from all local produce and seasonality. Like right now, for example, you know, you, 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 you associate pizza with tomatoes, and, and we don't even have tomatoes on our menu right now. Wow. I mean, we, cool. we won't have them until May. We do, we do a tomato sauce that we have with San Marzano tomatoes, but other than that, there's no caprese salad. There's none of that until we start getting tomatoes. What are the ingredients you put into pizza that make you sm- sound really smart? Uh, well, I can tell you, in our pizza, all we use is flour, water, yeast, and salt. It's all yeah. about the technique and how we do it and the proofing and all that. As far as the pizza ingredients... Yeah, give me some big names that you, that you use. Okay, guanciale. We use guanciale. Uh, it's hog jowl, face bacon, if you will. <laughs> all right, sounds yeah. delicious. <laughs> we cure and smoke it in-house. and we put, It's on our egg pizza. It's delicious. We also use uh, Calabria and chilies. They're a chili from Calabria, Italy. They're really nice and spicy. Not too spicy, but good good flavor. Not to talk other pizzas, but I'm I'm gonna go ahead and assume that you're not doing the bacon wrap pizza like little little the um, little Caesars is doing. Uh, no, sir. <laughs> Bacon's okay though. Who is this little Caesar character? Yeah, who is this guy? They're not they're not here. It's corporate. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's good. All right, Phil. Thanks so much for joining us on Dawn Patrol. Uh, we tried to throw some surfing in there for people that thought this was a surfing show. Uh, and uh, I, I guess I'm I'll never going to stop surfing ever. Don't stop surfing. I'm I, you know I'm probably not going to start. So. <laughs> <laughs> You should. That's good. No, but we'll see you out on the lakes. Let's get uh, let's do some uh, poking paddles and just go get on the lakes and sure. uh, break your new board in, go over to the red bar and paddle towards watercolor. Yes, absolutely. All right, Phil McDonald, executive chef at the Pizza Bar at Seaside. Best office on 30A. That's it. Might be. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> Thank you. Dawn Patrol, presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge, with properties in Rosemary Beach, Seacrest, Seagrove, Seaside, and Watercolor. Unpack, relax, and forget where you're from. 38cottages.com. 